So as a mother of four kids, I get asked a lot, you know, how do you do it? How can you be at home and survive with four kids? Because, like I mentioned, I have four boys. That's what we have. And they're all under the age of 10. They're 2, 4, 6, and 10. And yes, my house gets pretty crazy. I'm a referee, a chef a coach, a psychologist, a anything they can think of to make me. I mean, I am a teacher, a math tutor, a video gamer. So it gets tricky at times because when I'm studying, you know, he can be here helping me out and everything and tell me, yes, babe, you know, I'm going to help you and this and that. But then next thing you know, I have the kids coming to me for everything. And I'm like, okay, dude, like, do y'all not have a dad that y'all can go ask? Like, for example, my little four-year-old would always come. Manny's always like, mom, 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 can you make me a sandwich? Can you make me a sandwich? And I'm like, oh, well, I'm doing homework. Ask your dad. I'm like, no, but I want you to make me a sandwich. Like, I just sent him off to his brother to go make him a sandwich. He goes ask the six-year-old, and the six-year-old's like, no, I'm not going to make you a sandwich. I'm like, okay. Then he comes running to me, and I'm like, dude, you have another you have another brother that can make you a sandwich. They both know how to make you a sandwich, which I don't understand why, because he knows how to make a sandwich. He'd be digging his fingers up in the mayo and stuff. So he knows how. He's just too lazy. I call him our turtle. Because he he is not mentally slow. He's just lazy slow. He is more chill, more, oh, I'm going to take my sweet time. You know, and every morning it's the same deal with him. Trouble waking him up. And he's just entered school. So this is the beginning of a long, long trip of waking him up for school. I'm going to remind you, he's a pre-kinder that is so hard to wake up. Everybody else be done and ready in 10 minutes. You know, they get their things on, backpack ready and everything. And he is still barely putting on his shirt. Which took him a whole 10 minutes to put on his pants. Then to find out that they're only backwards. That's my slow poke. So... I ended up, the way I ended up doing to not lose my patience with my kids, it's to act like a kid. Yes, at times, you know, I have to put my foot down as a mother. I have to tell them what they're doing is wrong. But at other times, and half the time, I'm just a kid like them. They tell me no, I'll fight them back and I'll be like, no. So me and my little two-year-old, we be having a 10-minute argument on no, 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 no. And we'll be going on like that. And it's the same as my four-year-old. He'd be like, I want a sandwich. I'm like, well, I want a sandwich too. He'd be like, Mom, I'm hungry. Well, hi, hungry. I'm thirsty. He's like, no, Mom, I'm hungry. I'm like, I know, and I'm thirsty. Like, but mom, I'm hungry. I'm like, dude, I am thirsty. 
until he will finally give up and be like, okay, I'm done. Because if you're really hungry, I mean, even a kid knows. If you're really hungry, you don't dig in there in the fridge and get you something. My little two-year-old, he don't ask. He be opening that fridge like he owns it. He be like, you know what? I'm hungry. I want a juice. Gets himself a juice. It's like, I'm hungry. I want a banana. Gets himself a banana. I don't know how he reaches them, but we've been finding out that things get moved, which a couple weeks later we find out it was our two-year-old who figured out how to move a chair to the kitchen to get a banana. So nowhere safe in our house do we have a space to hide bananas or Oreos because my two-year-old will find them no matter what. And he don't ask. He just goes. And I tell my kids all the time, I'm like, yes, I'm your mother, but I'm also here to teach you things that you need to do in order to be a better person in life. So, yeah, it's hard, but... I love it. I love teaching my kids things that, you know, my parents didn't teach me when I grew up. I love showing them things that would make their lives easier. Um, I love spending time with them because I'm a kid at heart. I, I love playing games. I love being a kid. And like I tell them all the time, you know, you play hard, you work hard, and everything will be good in life. I see parents that are impatient with their kids, that are that just won't can tolerate them. The, the what? Okay, cars start the letter R. No, cars does not start with the letter R, but it has an R in it. An R in it? Yes. Is that all? Yeah. Okay. Love you. Love you. Oh are yeah. You, are yeah. you doing homework? Yes, I am doing homework. Because that's the only way they would leave me alone is by telling them I'm doing homework. Also, I always remind my kids that I love them. I always tell them I love you because I want it to be a habit that no matter what happens when they grow up, they can come to me, tell me something, and then we will leave each other by saying I love you every time. But like I was saying, I mean... I see patient. I see parents that are not patient with their kids, and it hurts me. It hurts me because these kids don't know any better. They are learning. Like you can't expect a four-year-old to do something that a six-year-old might do because they're together all the time. Like no, you know they're still learning. Like you might have not taught the four-year-old how to do something, but the six-year-old, if they already been taught and they know and you've seen that they've done it by themselves, then yeah. But for a four-year-old to be expected to have the same standards as a six-year-old would be different. And I see it a lot. I see it within my family. I see it within other people around me and their parenting. And yes, I ask myself a lot of times, I'm like, you know, what am I doing wrong that my kids, you know, they act. They don't misbehave, but they're really open in public. And then in the truck, I remind, I remind myself again, I'm like, well, I'm teaching them to express themselves. I'm teaching them to be able to speak their minds no matter where they're at, no matter who's around. And, yeah, I realize, you know, maybe some parents uh, might have their kids on medications. That's why they behave in public. 
And even though I have two kids, you know, my older two, which are, which is Abraham and AJ, that they've been diagnosed with ADHD, um, we'll never put them on medication. Why? Because they're kids. They're supposed to be active in our perspective. They're supposed to be active. They're supposed to be playing around. They're supposed to be making mistakes because that's how they learn. That's what life is about. You make a mistake, you learn from it, and you keep moving on. So I feel I feel bad for you know some of these parents because they just don't have the patience. And a lot of people are like, oh, you know, how do you keep doing it? How do you do it? And it's simple. It's go with the flow. Just, you know. Be a kid at heart, but when you know you got to put your foot down, put your foot down and let them know, hey, I am the adult here. I am the parent. Yeah, we're going to follow my rules. Either we can take it in a good manner or we can go with a bad manner. And you decide what direction you want to go. And giving them the choice to decide, hey, I want to continue doing bad and I'm going to have bad consequences at the end or I'm going to continue being good and have some good consequences at the end. It's up to them. Um, I know people are like, oh, you give your kids too many choices. I'm like, well, isn't that what life is about? You do a choice and you decide. You do a good choice, you get good. And good outcome and then you do a bad choice, you get a bad outcome. And that's what I do with them. I mean, at the end, I try to comprehend what they might be going through. Because as an adult, I was a kid at one time, way back when I was a kid. And I try to be in their shoes because I was already in their shoes and see how they see things. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with one sister. But, I mean, at the same time, we're dealing with kids. Well, I'm dealing with two kids that go to another home. Well, I'm dealing with two kids that are, are in the same home all the time. Like, AJ and Abraham, they get the luxury of going to their parents' house, and they're an only child. They get spoiled. They get to do whatever they want. But then they have to come here, and they realize, hey, you know, we got to, you know, this is a different environment. We have brothers. We have a family. Versus my little two, well, they don't know, you know, how it is to go to a different house and be spoiled just yourself they they have to learn how to share everything they have to learn how to you know do everything together because that's who they have around all the time is them two together so um although we have four boys we try to give each one their time you know like there's um like my oldest be the only one that's allowed to go to work with with uh cisco and that makes him feel like he is uh, special in his way. Versus my six-year-old, which is AJ. Uh, I invite him out to, you know, go to the store with me if he wants to. So that we can have our one-on-one -on -one time together. Then we'll go with, like, our little two-year-old. His one-on-one -on -one time is sleeping in our bed. Every night. No matter how much we try to put him in the room with them. He'll be coming in at 2, 3 in the morning, walking his little barefooted ass to my bed, crawl on, either on my side or on his side, and he'll jump in there and own our bed. Like, we're not even, 
that's not even our bed. That's his bed, basically. And then um, my four-year-old, his um, one-on-one time would be when um, he's with dad waiting to go to to pre-K because, you know, my my AJ school would um, allow them to enter first, like around maybe like 3.30, 3.40. So it gives about like 20 minutes alone time with, with him. And they get to talk and, you know, be personal with one another in another level. So we try to do that with all of them. That way they, they don't feel like, oh, we got to do everything together. Like, no, we want to. We want them to be individuals, but at the same time, we want them to have that camaraderie of being brothers and teaching them, you know, hey, yeah, y'all live together, but it doesn't mean you have to share everything together. Um, it might be that y'all you do have to share everything at one point in time, but no, we are going to respect your wishes of having y'all's own things. And they understand and they, they, they see that we try and that to them is enough. Even for me, when I'm by myself with them, they see how um, busy I get with cleaning and cooking and, you know, having to do things for them that they'll be like, okay, you know, when she's doing her homework, that's her alone time. That's the time, you know, we, we stay in our room or stay in the living room and we do things, you know, on our own. And I let them also because, you know, either one way or another, either they're going to do it behind our backs and do things, you know, by themselves on their own behind our backs or they're going to do it with us knowing, you know, that they're doing it and that if they make some mistake, they can come to us and ask for help. And so... With that being said, you know, I love my kids. Um, I wouldn't trade them for the world. I love being a mother. And even though it gets hard at times, you know, I try to learn from my mistakes and realize that I am not a perfect mother. Um, and, you know, if I need help, I always have Cisco with me. I always have my parents, um, his mom and dad that I can run to and, you know, ask for help if I don't know how to do something or I don't know why I need advice on parenting with something, you know. And that really helps me a lot because I feel like I'm not learning everything on my own on how to parent, how to parent my kids. And or else I'll ask any adult that I know that's a parent that, you know, already their kids are grown or that I know I'm comfortable talking to them about my kids. And they'll be like, you know, giving me advice about things. And I, I take it and I try them because, you know, there's not only one way to parent. There's many different styles of parenting. And maybe something that doesn't work for me or for somebody else might work for somebody else. Like, I know there was a mom that's like, oh, I don't really give advice because it never works. I'm like, well. You don't know until you try, and she gave me some advice, and you know I tried it with my kids, and boom, it worked. You know, so for all those people that think, you know, hey, how can you do it with four kids, go to school, 
be a mom, you know, work full time and all that. It's simple. Just don't give up. Don't give up. Have fun on the way. You know, try to um, take the time to look back and, and see what you have there in front of you and 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 relax a little bit more. You know, kids just want to have fun. They want to be kids. And sometimes letting them big kids is the most relaxing thing you can do as a parent so that you can sit back and enjoy what you have. Um, so my time is up. Um, I got to go and, you know, be a mom and do my homework. So um, I'll let you know next time how it went um, here today because... As y'all know, Texas went through a snowstorm, and I'm just cleaning up everything. Like, I'm literally washing everything today and having to clean my house from the visitors we had this week. And um, once my husband gets here, we'll, we're going to make another um, episode and um, let y'all know how that experience went through the no lights uh, time and how we made it through so until then I will um, let y'all finish listening to uh, the podcasts that we have and enjoy it and if y'all like it let me know I will put the link on my bio and um, let me know how I did so Thank you.